How's it going, guys? Past level question, repro step one, Imaju and TCK. Before we start, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give it a like, really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram, threads, moment underscore medical, and me, HLMA underscore medical. Links down below for me. Telegram links to the Telegram group and channel down below. And I start the clip. 36 year old woman, G1P0, 32 weeks gestation, blood pressure 150 over 95, hemoglobin low, 10 grams per deciliter, should be 12 to 17.5 in pregnancy as well as menstruating women, 13 to 17.5 in non menstruating women and men. MCV normal 90 should be 80 to 100. Serum LDH clearly elevated here. This can reflect homolysis when we see increased LDH in questions. Because RBCs are packed with LDH. Platelets low, 110, should be 150 to 450,000. Urine protein, 1 plus. Question wants to know what's most likely to be seen. Let's just hop to the answer choice here. Choice A, acanthocytes, wrong fucking answer. Highest yield cause. These are the spiky RBCs, spur cells. Highest yield cause for USMLA is going to be liver failure. Okay. Heat stroke in particular, USMLA is obsessed with. A beta lipoproteinemia, actually very low yield for acanthocytes. Other resources tend to get it reversed, okay? The emphasis being, OMG, uh, A-beta-lipoproteinemia, nonsense, okay? I think maybe one question I've seen on that and NBME content. They want you to know heat stroke. Heat stroke is end organ damage due to hyperthermia, greater than 104, nine out of 10 questions. One question was under 104, uh, but should be hyperthermia, 104 greater with end organ damage. They love liver failure, renal insufficiency, and you can get acanthocytes with that, okay? Heat exhaustion is no end organ damage due to hyperthermia. Wrong fucking answer. Choice B, dacrocytes, wrong fucking answer. This refers to teardrop-shaped RBCs that we see in myelofibrosis. Don't really, don't really know what to tell you, okay? It's just very straightforward and buzzy. You get a big fucking paragraph, no idea what's going on, some sort of weird heme condition, and you'll see somewhere in there, they'll say teardrop-shaped poikilocytes, and they can say dry tap on bone marrow aspiration as well. That's just myelofibrosis, the JAK2 mutation. Wrong fucking answer. Choice C, diagnosis, wrong fucking answer. So these are bite cells. It's G6PD deficiency. So uh, incompletely phagocytosed RBCs in combination with oxidative damage to the cell membrane, you get these bite cells, okay? Degmocytes, you also get Heinz bodies denatured slash uh, oxidized hemoglobin. So G6PD deficiency, excellent recessive. It's going to be a boy who's had exposure to some sort of drug, dapsone, primaquin, uh, sulfa agents, Okay, then get some jaundice. Can also be infection induced. Wrong fucking answer. Choice D, schistocytes, correct answer. So this is HELP syndrome. H E L L P, hemolysis, elevated liver enzymes, low, low platelet count. So in pregnancy, hypertension plus proteinuria after 20 weeks of pregnancy is called preeclampsia. If you do an OBGYN rotation, Yes, the actual definition is more expansive, but for USMLE purposes, you just need to know 20 weeks of pregnancy onward, the combination of high blood pressure and proanuria is called preeclampsia. If we add a seizure on top of it, we now call that eclampsia. However, preeclampsia can take various trajectories, such as HELP syndrome. Okay, holy shit, hemolysis, our hemoglobin's low with LDH high, elevated liver enzymes, which I didn't mention here, but we have low platelet count. Okay, and USMLE doesn't have to mention every finding and can also cause subcapsular hepatic hematoma. I mentioned in one of my other YouTube clips where you can get a blood collection between the hepatic capsule and liver, the liver parenchyma, which presents as a precipitous drop in blood pressure in someone with preeclampsia. So schistocytes, this is what they're going to do on the USMLE. This might seem nitpicky. It's not. It's exceedingly high yield. Okay, they'll give you help syndrome. You just have to choose schistocytes straight up as the answer. So 
the conditions that uh, USMLE wants you to know for schistocytosis going to be HUS, hemolytic uremic syndrome, TTP, thrombotic thermosynopanic purpura, HELP syndrome, DIC, disseminated intravascular coagulation, mechanical hemolysis due to prosthetic valves. Long discussion regarding those other conditions. Not going to make this a 19-minute discussion right now. Let's just hop through the final answers here. Spherocytes, wrong fucking answer. So obviously hereditary spherocytosis. Uh, and also you need to know drug or infection-induced hemolysis. So what's going to go down is if they give you, let's say, 15-year-old girl who's had a recent viral infection and now she had, they tell you spherocytes are, spherocytes are seen on a blood smear and then they tell you, they say Coombs test is positive, which means antibodies against RBCs, the answer is hemolytic anemia, hereditary spherocytosis, wrong fucking answer. Because hereditary spherocytosis, we don't have antibodies against RBCs, right? It's just an autosomal dominant heterozygosity and anchor and spectrin band proteins. So we don't we don't have antibodies in hereditary spherocytosis. So if they give you a drug or infection that uh, that had presented and now there's spherocytes with a positive Coombs test, that's drug or infection induced hemolytic anemia with spherocytosis, okay? So you need to know that distinction. Wrong fucking answer. You know the deal. I'm going to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe my channel. Appreciate your time. That's it.